Well, this is my list of the 10 best films of, of 2019. The rules are no, no TV movies. Because um, I'm just saying these, these are movies that are actually made as movies. These are not made for TV movies. I kind of feel that I'm not watching enough made-for-TV movies. Well, I do watch an occasional made-for-TV movies, but I do kind of feel this is uh, this is a list of this is a list of best movies, not made-for-TV, you know, not made-for-TV movies. I don't think those need to be on here. Maybe if there's an extraordinary made-for-TV movie, I'd, I'd consider it. But yeah, these are movies. These are movies. These are these are movies. Second is that there are some movies I didn't see, um, and so they're not on the list, obviously, but, and I was going to mention some of the movies I didn't see, but I thought that might be a little tedious, and also, eh, I figure, like, hey, this is my list of the best films. Maybe if I read that, that I saw if, if a notable film's not on here, either I didn't see it or I didn't care for it. I just figure we'll just save time. You'll, people, people can make that assumption. You can just assume if, like, if a movie you, I, I didn't put on it, uh, if there's a movie that's a movie you find significant not on here, either I didn't see it or I didn't care, or if I did see it, I didn't care for it that much. I didn't care for enough to make on this list. And, uh, the other thing is, like, I did like the Cotton Club, the new version of the Cotton Club, but I don't think that really significantly counts as a new movie, because, um, I mean, that's a re-edited movie from 30 years ago, and the footage, I mean, even the, so, I just... I think maybe I'm splitting hairs here, but I don't think that qualifies as a new movie. Although I did play theaters briefly. So yeah, the new Cotton Club, not on here. So let's let's get started. Well, here's a few more provisions um, or explanations or just goofy thoughts about the top 10 list. One, I'm not doing ties. Maybe these rankings are a little imprecise and maybe maybe if I rethought about these rankings in June or July I I might I might move some up and down as I, as some of these movies are rewatched some of these movies may uh may seem better on rewatching some of them may not seem better on rewatching so uh but this is going to be a top 10 list so there's only going to be 10 films on the list no ties. It's, it's not like I'm going to have like three films tied at number nine and then have a tenth film. I, I think that would be kind of a... I don't know. I, I think... I, I don't know. I was going to say that would be tacky, but... There would be something I don't think that... I don't think that would be right somehow. So I'm not going to do that. Other thing is... I did like Cotton Club Encore. But I... It's a reworked film from like over 30 years ago. Even though it did play in theaters again, it's not technical. I don't really think it's a new film. 
I may be splitting hairs here, but hey, this is my podcast. And I just don't think a re-edited film really qualifies as a new film. Uh, I don't know, maybe if, maybe if there are more directors who come back and re-edit their classic films, I might have to rethink that. But right now, my, my, my current opinion is that re-editing of an, a previous film is not a new film, or at least that's not qualified for best new film of the year. Um, that's, that's what my, that's, that's the, the, those are the thoughts there. As I said, if more directors go back and start re-editing their old films and re-releasing them like this, I might have to reconsider. Well, this is my, uh, top ten list of the movies of 2019. These are movies that I saw in 2019. Mostly I saw most of them in theaters, although one I didn't. But it did play in theaters. So, it counts. Uh, there are no TV movies on this list. And there are no uh, anime movies on this list. Because, well, I didn't, you know, I didn't see any anime movies in 2019. At least not any new ones. So, um, here we go. Avengers Endgame, you know, well, there's not much, it's really good. Uh, Brittany runs a marathon. I know that seems a little high for this film, but I did like it a great deal. A nice thing, and I don't know, sometimes I think about, maybe I'm overrating it because the actress Jillian Bell is usually in comedies, but I just thought she was really good in this. Uh, number three, that would be Little Women. And uh, I I really like this one. I, I, I think maybe I could have liked it more if the storytelling, it, the way they told the story had been a little different. But I'm not sure. But sometimes I'm starting to doubt that. Maybe I could, maybe I don't think I could like this movie any more than I already do. So, yeah. Number three is Little Women. And this is where it gets tough because um, I saw I saw a lot of films and uh, some of them were better than others. But so I've got my top three. So I've got the top three. Avengers Endgame, Brittany Runs a Marathon, and Little Women. Next up, four through six. Number four will be Doctor Sleep. This is the sequel to The Shining. Both the movie and the novel. Apparently, there's some differences between the movie and the novel that King, that Stephen King still talks, still bothers him to this day. And uh, I thought McGregor, I thought Ewan McGregor was really good. I thought the young Af African American actress whose name skips slipping my mind was pretty good. Uh, I, I liked it. It feels kind of like an X-Men movie to an extent. Uh, but, but I did like that. So that, that'd be number, that'd be number four. Number five, I think I'm going to go with Ford versus Ferrari. Maybe it should be higher because it is pretty good. 
But I'm not, I'm not really an auto racing person. And, uh, I mean, I, I might have, like, a casual interest in Major League Baseball and tennis and some, but I have, like, um, I have, like, less than a casual interest, I guess, if it's possible, in auto racing, so maybe I would have enjoyed it m more, maybe I would have enjoyed that film more if I were more of an auto racing guy, but I still think it's pretty good. And then number six, I'm going with Jumanji, the next level. I thought it was pretty good. Um, I, you know, they, they did enough things to fresh, they did enough things to make it a little different. I mean, Jack Black and uh, Kevin Hart got to do different things with their character. And that was pretty good. Uh, yeah, you... They could have really explained who Colin Hanks's character was, because um, I mean, I, I guess most people who are going to this saw the previous movie, but it's it's a little, <laughs> you know, they don't really explain who Colin Hanks's character is. Although I guess it was kind of fun to see Bethany meet to see Bethany meet the other Bethany, but uh, let's not digress too much. So yeah. That's four through six. For number seven, we'll go with Dolomite is my name. This is Eddie Murphy's movie about uh, the making of the movie Dolomite. Dolomite is a 1970s movie starring actor and comedian Rudy Ray Moore. And um, this is a good movie. I, uh, I like movies about the making of movies usually, so that's, that's kind of nice. So... And also, this is probably the best movie Eddie Murphy's made in the last 10 years. Uh, who knows? Maybe longer. So that's number seven. Number eight will be Shaz Shazam. I did like this one. I think I would have had it higher, but... It's... At times, it's a little... Uh... I think I would have had it a little higher, maybe, but it's there. There's a little couple of things that make you go, huh? Also, I'm I don't I I can do without the devastating car crash in the first act for a while. That that's that's a trend in movies. I don't <laughs> the devastating car crash or devastating car accident in the first act. That's 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 a trend in movies. I guess I can do without. So those are number seven and eight. And, um, yeah. Okay, number nine is It Chapter Two. And this one is a little different because, well, it, it's, it's, a, it's a weird placement on this list because it does have some problems. It's a little too long. And, um, But it, it is a little too long at times. And this this movie... But, on the other hand, the cast is really good. Uh, the, the adult cast is really good. Bill Hader's... Bill Hader's really good. As... As Richie. Um, a... A stat... 
well, I can't even say his name. I'm tired. Uh, as I say, the, the, the cast is pretty good. It's good to see the young cast again. Because there's some, there's some new footage with them. And I just, it's, it's still a pretty good movie. Even if it is a little too long at times. So we're going, I guess we're going with, uh, with It Chapter 2 for number 9. And, um, for number 10, we're going with Ipman for final. This is Donnie Yen's fourth and I end and final time, I guess, as Ipman. And Ipman was a famous martial artist. He, among other things, he taught Bruce Lee. And, um, Donnie Yen starred in a series of movies about him. I think it goes back to 2010. And how how true to life these movies are, I have no idea. I'm pretty sure some of this stuff with It Man did not happen in real life. But Yen is awfully good in the part. The the action sequences are extraordinary. And it was a good it was really fun to see this on the big screen. Because I didn't get to see in the I didn't see any the others on the big screen. Cause, you know, this time the movie played in like uh the, the movie played here, because usually it plays in, like, Corp. It usually plays in San Antonio or Houston or Dallas. You know. So that was good. So those are my top ten films of the year. And, uh, as I said earlier in this thing, your mileage may vary. Um, so, that's it. That's my top ten list. Well, that's a wrap of my best films of the year. Uh, this is a wrap of the best films of the year um, episode. Hope you enjoyed it. And uh, thanks for listening. If you can subscribe, that would be nice, but no pressure. Um, I may have some new uh, movie reviews next week. And, or... And we'll see. Have a great day.